When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another edition of Talk of Champions Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Probably going to try to come up with, uh, I don't know, some kind of name for this show. We'll have a uh, Grayson, we'll have some others, we'll have a uh, sort of a consistent guest list for you every Monday morning to get your week started. Um, but before we get to Grayson and uh, the topics on hand this morning, I do want to remind you about College Corner Store, who powers this here show and the Talk of Champions studio. If you're not familiar with College Corner and you are in Mississippi or in the Mid-South area, make sure to check them out. Three locations now. They got Ridgeland, they got Flowood, and in Oxford, Mississippi. Go check them out on Sisk Avenue. Maybe you uh, need to get a couple things, maybe a couple new merch items before you head to Lexington for Ole Miss, Kentucky tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, Maybe you just want to get some new merch for yourself. Hanging around the house, going to uh, Ole Miss baseball games uh, as the season gets cranked up this Friday. Um, but yeah, check them out. Um, Sisk Avenue, Suite 105. That's 825 Sisk Avenue, Suite 105. They have Realtree gear. They've got Peach Bowl Champions gear. They've got polos. They got t shirts. They have gifts. They got tailgating supplies, all of that and more at College Corner. If you are not local, or can't make your way to any of the three locations, check them out, collegecornerstore.com, for uh, pretty much anything you need as an Ole Miss fan. Um, for your closet, for your shelf, for your office, all of that and more at College Corner. All right, with that, let's bring in my guy, Grayson Weir. Grayson, Monday after the Super Bowl, fighting a four-year-old this morning, said he didn't want to go to school, too bad. Um, you know, that's life. So, I mean, to, to the credit, we're here there, now. it's better now. We're, we're here now. And, and, and to the four-year-olds credit, do any of us want to do anything on the Monday after the Super Bowl? Why has they, like, why have we as a country not collectively decided that President's Day, a holiday that should not, and has no business existing to begin with, cannot just move it up a week. Just, just, Bump it up a week. Yeah. Move it to the Monday after the Super Bowl instead of a random Monday in February. Nobody needs to be doing anything today, but that's just it's, me standing on my soapbox. 
I think it's probably universally celebrated that the Monday after the Super Bowl is just an admin day for most people. Ain't that the truth? Okay, I'm just. But that's I'm not just what checking. we're doing here. We're bringing you all the <laughs> hard news. Not us. We're built different. But yeah, it's probably <laughs> a lot of yeah. I'm just gonna be clearing out my my inbox and you know hanging out. But but we're here. Uh, like you said, let's get into uh, some Ole Miss news and notes. As uh, it was weird. Uh, I know a lot of people were pissed over the weekend, mad at Kentucky because Kentucky just had to play Gonzaga over the weekend. Hey, look, this is not okay. This is like Nevada, Nevada. Is it Gonzaga or Gonzaga? I can never remember. I, I think I'm pretty it's sure it's not. Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because you I'm say gonna, I'm going to abstain. Yeah, I can. I can effort real quick because you say Zags like for short. True. Good point. So why would you? So why would you say Zags? But then it's Gonzaga. No, it's a good. Because then a it would just point. be Zogs. Um, I use them interchangeably. My buddy from uh, Spokane, <laughs> if he's listening right now, which he's not because somebody from Spokane is not listening to an Ole Miss related Spokane. podcast. Uh, but he not, not, not Spokane. Yes. Okay. And and he is not happy with, with me not knowing how to pronounce Gonzaga or Gonzags. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I think it's Gonzaga. Okay. That's that's what I thought. Okay. But then Zags. Shout out to Spokane. Um, you know, uh, famous, uh, famously, uh, the hometown for uh, Sydney Sweeney. Yep, and uh, I'm 36, but I know who she is now. She's very famous. Um, there was a few players on on that Bulldogs team who who shot their shot at Sweeney <laughs> a couple months ago. Well, it, was pretty, I, it was a whole thing. It was pretty funny. I just thought about uh, randomly because I think it was. Oh, she gave. Uh, she gave like Jimmy Fallon a signed basketball with all yep. their, uh, all their, all their autographs. But then also, my wife was fired up last night for the new uh, Twisters movie that's coming out. Is she in she that? She's not, but Glenn Powell is, who was in a movie with her. That's right. Sorry, that, that was a very. I'm seeing that movie tonight. Connecting the dots thing. Um. So yeah, my, my wife's fired up for uh, the new Twisters. It's not a remake. It's like a sequel. Yeah. Um, There's two tornadoes now. Yeah, update to the 96 film Twister, which centered on a pair of Storm Chasers. Yeah. I saw a double feature when I was younger, Twister and Independence Day. How about that? That's quite at a double the, feature. At the drive-in. At the drive-in. Surely that you left that feeling very confident in uh, your standing in society, knowing full well that tornadoes yeah. and and yeah. aliens were coming any, any day now. Look, it's fine. Nobody's going to get hurt because Jeff Goldblum, Will Smith, Bill Pullman, they're all out there defending our our freedom from the aliens but all right speaking of aliens let's get into uh this kentucky team and how ridiculously up and down they are no no disrespect with the aliens reference because they're super talented um oh i thought it was a good transition because they have some freaks (laughs) on that on that roster i mean so I made the reference to Kentucky's roster a couple of weeks ago when they announced the McDonald's All-American game uh, roster. John Bowl, Ole Miss signee, makes the cut. Um, technically, it's the second Ole Miss player to ever be selected. Deshaun Ruffin, who was selected, ended up opting for the Iverson Classic, uh, which was a lot of fun. Got to go, uh, got to go watch him perform there. Uh, hang out with uh, Big Sheed Wallace. <laughs> uh, so that was cool, but um, he so he was selected, didn't make it, went to Iverson Classic, but now John Bull will be in the game. 
I bring this up because John Calipari at Kentucky, so not including Memphis, at Kentucky alone, he has had 48 McDonald's All-Americans. It's it's absurd. Um, but yeah, so we're going to, we can filter in some Ole Miss stuff here and there, but I, I do want to get into this because it's very interesting to me and it's mind blowing. One national title, which look, you got one. A lot of people don't get one. So that's a big deal. Um, what do you attribute to the struggles that Cal Perry's had? I, Cause I don't buy the, He's not a good coach or, you know, people don't, people don't forget how to coach. You know, sometimes you don't adjust well or the game has changed. People around you have changed. I think that's more of it. It's just the conference is so much better. Yep. Whereas, you know, six, seven years ago in the SEC, we just kind of like, ah, it's the off season. We're, we're just going to wait for baseball and football. Now everybody in the conference cares. You've got great coach after great coach after great coach on your schedule. I think it's more of that. And then, Man, it's such a delicate dance to get all those talented freshmen in, and and thrust them into playing time. But what do you what do you think is the real kind of you know issue? I don't want to say it's like a yeah, Kentucky still wins, like they're still good, right? But they're no, not you getting took, to the Final Four anymore. You took the words right out of my mouth. I don't think it's really Coach Cal. I mean, yes, are there times like even that Gonzaga 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 game on Saturday? First of all, I owe an apology to the Zags. I, I did not think that they were going to be able to go into Lexington and win that game after the way that they performed in some of that West Coast yeah. Conference schedule this year. And they went in there and made a statement win. So credit to the Bulldogs first and foremost. Um, but Kentucky, I mean, there were multiple chances for Kentucky to win that game. I mean, they got out, they got behind in the first half. You can't do that at home. You just can't. Right. You can't go down 10 points at halftime at home. But they came storming back in the second half and had multiple chances to win it down the stretch, and they just couldn't close the gap. Um, and I think that's an attribute you can attribute that to, like you said, kind of trying to get all these young guys in there. I mean, when you look at their roster, they have one fifth year, one grad student, Reeves and, and Brennan Cannon, uh, Canada. Canada doesn't play. Reeves is obviously very important to that team. Um, but the rest of the team is freshmen and sophomores. You know, that's kind of the, yeah. the way that Cal does this. And, that's that's difficult when you're relying on these guys for big moments and big pressure spots at home when your job is on the line. Everybody knows about the criticism. They're reading everything on social media. You know, it gets in your head, and and that's a difficult thing to overcome. Um, do I think Kentucky's going to be fine? Absolutely. They're a great team. They're going to figure it out. They're really just starting to play their best ball, and I know that kind of sounds ironic because they're on a little bit of a, a, a downswing over these last few games here and they got seven losses whatever but they're really starting to kind of figure out their identity and once they actually figure it out and really get it to click they're going to be much better than they were on saturday but like you said you know it's just a matter of how do you handle distribu distributing minutes how do you distribute the ball how do you make sure that everybody gets theirs and then how do you factor into a game plan where a, a, a gonzaga team played really small and they only played really five guys, really six guys throughout the whole game. I mean, they're starting mm -hmm. five had 38 minutes, 31 minutes, 24 minutes, 40 minutes, 37 minutes. So you're looking at those guys are just carrying the load. Whereas Kentucky, you're mixing in eight, nine guys, and you've got to figure out yeah. who guards what, who does this, 
how does this person fit that? And Cal hasn't had time to figure that out, whereas Mark Few has. He's had a few years to figure out this roster. He understands his guys. He knows what's going on there. He knows who matches up well and just relies on his guys to get the job done. And and so I don't think it's Cal. Do I think that, that his game plans fall apart down the stretch? Sure. But Kentucky has such a high standard. I mean, if Chris Beard wasn't a thing and Cal wanted to come to Oxford, every single person would welcome with open arms in a minute, or at least anyone sane would welcome him with open arms. Um, so we'll see. I, I think Tuesday, or uh, when is that game? That's tomorrow. Yeah, Tuesday is uh, yeah. It's going to be a struggle. I mean, that that game last Tuesday against South Carolina was, my goodness, was Morrell fouled probably. Should they have put themselves in that position? No, absolutely not. You can't I, go down so, 12 on the road. So my thing about it was, yeah, you almost dug the early hole. Yep. But Beard mentioned the staff. They were fully prepared for that moment. Yeah. And so I, they executed. It just didn't work. No, I have I no think, problem with the final shot. I, I really I don't. I think he knew because uh, South Carolina had fouled a give, correct? And so he was banking on as soon as you get it across the timeline, they're going to try to foul. Yep. And, you know, he probably told Morrell or Flanagan, whoever had it, hey, when they come to you, we need to get a shot off to try to get some free throws. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I didn't hate it. I think that's – either way, even if Morrell just – that would have been a heads-up play by Morrell. But, yep. yeah, that's what they had planned. It just didn't work. Um, but, yeah, the chances late in that game – to really get a big road win, which again, it, it's a good, you know, in basketball with the net ranking, you know, it's a good loss. Like it, it's on the road. South Carolina's a great team. Yeah. What, 21 and three now. Um, yeah. So I think this is a huge opportunity for Ole Miss uh, at Kentucky. It's a place pretty sure Ole Miss is, have they, I don't know if Ole Miss has ever won at Rupp. Well, it ain't it, happening tomorrow. If it if it if the if Ole Miss has won, it's been a long time because obviously Ole Miss has defeated Kentucky in Oxford, yeah, a couple times I believe. Um, but my thing here is more the focus on Kentucky and Cal Perry because, hmm. and I know that this is Kentucky and you know. Kentucky's kind of the, you know, the Ohio State or the Michigan or the Alabama or the whoever with college football, where it's just sure. this blue blood. Look down your nose at you about everything, but look at Cal Perry's run. So it's been 12 years since Kentucky won it all. 2011, 2012. His first, let's see, five seasons at, at Kentucky. You ready? 35 and three, Elite Eight. 29 and 9 final four 38 and 2 national champs NIT they went 21 and 12 went to NIT had to reload and then the next year 29 11 runner up lost to UConn then you have 38 and 1 final four 27 and 9 round of 32 32 and 6 elite 8 26 and 11 sweet 16 30 and 7 elite 8 the real one that's kind of a bummer was the COVID season, yeah. the NCAA tournament was canceled. Regular season SEC champs. They were awesome. Um, I mean, that was a team with uh, 
you had Nick Richards, EJ Montgomery, Emmanuel Quickly, Tyrese Maxey, Ashton Hagens. Um, you had Johnny Juzang coming off the bench, Keon Brooks. It was a really good team. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, lost in November to Evansville by three. I do remember and a, that. And then they, they, they lose to a top five Ohio State on the road at South Carolina. Number 17, Auburn beats them. Tennessee beats them. Um, and then everything's canceled once the tournament starts. Um, so it, it, this isn't, this hasn't been some like complete failure. After that, nine and 16, bad year. Then they go 26 and eight, get to the round of 64. 22 and 12 round of 32 this year we're looking at what Kentucky is 16 and seven they're fifth in the SEC plenty of time to still figure things out I was looking at um some of the latest yeah I mean it, Calipari has shown that if and, and I almost say if he has the talent he always does they're gonna figure some things out right now I feel like a really good offensive team defensively not very good like yep it's not a terrible defense, but they're not really shutting people down. A lot of high-scoring games, a lot of close finishes. That's kind of the the scouting report on Kentucky right now. Probably looking at, at least per ESPN, somewhere in the 6-7 seed range, um, which I, I get Kentucky fans are, are really pissed about that and think that's beneath them as a yeah. fan base. But, hey, you just get in the tournament and just go from there. Yeah, figure it out once you get in. So, I don't know. I, 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 the thing I said this about Saban all the time. You're like Nick Saban's going to retire this year, then he doesn't. Nick Saban's going to retire after this year, then he doesn't. It was always for me. It was like I'll believe it when I see it type thing. Because I yeah. think I think Saban caught everybody off guard when he retired this year. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody anticipated it. Um, so the whole Cal Perry like. Kentucky moving on from Calipari, like I'll believe that when I see it. I just I don't. He, in my opinion, it's gonna have to. He's gonna have to really fall flat on his face multiple years in a row before he's canned. You have to miss the tournament to start yeah. before you let him go. Because who are you gonna get this better than Coach Cal? You, you're not. I mean, I maybe What's, you get yeah. one of the rising stars, the Dustin Mays or whatever the world, like uh, Dusty Mays of the world. Like, are you replacing it, Calipari with Dusty May though? No. no. Nobody, I, I was talking with our, our boy Austin Gray about this the other day of hit that line fame. Who is who who are you upgrading with? Who could you That's possibly upgrade like resume wise? And okay. I know on the court matters more, but the resume is from on the court results. But I mean, outside of the big name coaches, nobody has as good a resume as Cal Perry. No. I mean, you're looking at, so I, I just did a quick Google search here. Some of the names, Scott Drew. I don't think that's an upgrade from Cal. Nate Oates, definitely not an upgrade from Cal. Must bus as much as I love Eric Musselman, uh, friend of the program, not an upgrade. Mark Few, not an upgrade. Kiss Beard might be an upgrade, but there's some bias there. Billy Donovan, eh. Mick Cronin, eh. Like none of those names. Why would you move like on from Cal? They're all right. They're all good coaches who have had big time success, but not sustained success over the years like Cal Perry's had. Yeah. Now maybe, 
maybe we get to the point where it's just kind of a bad marriage and it's time to move on. No hard feelings. But I don't see Kentucky doing that when he's getting five-star after five-star after five-star every recruiting class. Because that's... And they're good. They're a good yeah. team. They're, I mean, he's, he's missed the tournament twice in his career at Kentucky. And they were both rebuilding years before the transfer yeah. portal and before the one and done. Yeah. So, I don't know. I Can Ole Miss win on Tuesday? Absolutely. I think Ole Miss can absolutely put the clamps down on a young Kentucky team. Look, I think Ole Miss thrives in forcing turnovers, speeding people up, getting pressure, and then I think right now the big thing for Ole Miss is just is the rebounding. Yeah, you cannot win rebounding battles, and it's it's crazy. I don't know people are pulling their hair out. How does Ole Miss have two seven footers and cannot rebound the basketball? Rebounding, it's kind of like tackling in football. It's all it's all effort position. Like it, it's not just being big and tall. Yep. Like just because you're you're big and, and strong in football doesn't mean you're going to be a great tackler or be good in space. Basketball, same thing. You can be 7'4". If you have poor position, poor effort, you don't know. I know a lot of it is um, Dennis Rodman kind of trailblazed the whole prep for rebounding with learning how to see where the ball is going. Yep. Like working on – Okay, if it's going off the back iron, if it's going off the front, if it's short, if it's where's it gonna long, fall? Like that sort, of, like because he had to, because he was what six eight, six nine. So he, Dennis yep. Robin wasn't a big dude in the NBA, but he's the best rebounder ever in the history of the game. Um, I just think right now the every loss. Here's the good thing for Ole Miss: still a good resume, work left to do. I, I think Ole Miss has to win all of their home games and trip somebody up at some point and win one that you're not supposed to. Yep. Same um, as I think the same blueprint that we laid out this, this time a week ago for sure. Yeah. Um, is you, here's the good thing. Two games against Missouri. Got to win both of those. And then road games at Kentucky, Mississippi state, Georgia. Got to at least get one. If not two, I think you got to get opinion. two. And then you get, Revenge match against South Carolina at home, Alabama and AM to close it out. So I don't I'm not saying Ole Miss is gonna just waltz interrupt and win. Um, but again, like you said, gotta get out to a hot start, take the crowd out of it. That's that's a big thing in, in college basketball when you're on the road. hundred percent it is. Now Ole Miss is an older team, a lot of experience. Dudes have played a lot of basketball, been in these kinds of environments, but Getting in there early, hitting shots, creating turnovers, taking the crowd out of it is big. Um, but that's – I do think that Calipari's teams over time – now we're getting into mid-February, so things are starting to take shape. But those younger, uber-talented guards and wings, when you speed up the game a little bit, you get them thinking – before they do things or not thinking before they do things. Uh, that's when you can get Kentucky in trouble. And I think you're going to have to defend the perimeter because they shoot the ball well. But um, yeah, I'm not saying it's just a guaranteed loss. It's going to be tough. It's hard to win <laughs> at Rupp and Kentucky's super talented, but 
if anybody can have a game plan that's, that's going to challenge Calipari and Kentucky, it's going to be Chris Beard. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 953-8449 and get your free quote today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of? Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs. Whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. I don't feel good about this game. I just don't. You're coming off Kentucky's angry now. They're at home. It's Cal's like coaching, not for his job, but he's coaching for his job. You know, the same. He certainly knows the question marks are there. Yeah, and you so you can't lose to Ole Miss at home. You just can't. So I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. But if it is going to happen, this is why you bring in Cisse and why you bring in Sharp. The this is their legacy games like we've talked about how flanagan stepped up at times morell stepped up at times murray stepped up at times like whatever that's great all of that is fine you can have the guard step up and score points and get the job done but if Ole miss is going to go into rep on tuesday night 
and win this game. You're going against three. I mean, Kentucky literally, oh, the first seven footer is injured. No problem. We'll put it in the second seven footer. Oh, the second seven footer is no injured or in foul trouble. No problem. We'll go to big Z, the seven, two, 235 pound Croatian dude, who is probably going to be one of the better late round, late draft picks in this upcoming NBA draft. If not, if, unless he chooses to stick around another year. So you've got to be able to sharpen. So you say, assuming that sharp is, is still, you know, it was nice to see him back on the floor against South Carolina, though, and obviously 18 minutes isn't enough, I don't think. And Cissé playing 16 minutes, also not enough against a, a team like Kentucky. Both of those guys have to be closer to 20 or more. And it's Cissé, I mean, Cissé is seven foot, Sharp is seven five. Very few games that Kentucky plays this year will they have a disadvantage in terms of height. This is probably the only game in where they all have a disadvantage in terms of height because yeah. Sharp's the tallest player in the country. So you have to have those guys, they have to rebound one. But if they're not going to rebound, which they haven't, and it's extremely frustrating, fine. We can even put that aside. They need to at least clog the lanes and allow the guards to get in and get those boards. Otherwise, you're going into Rupp and you are just getting absolutely gobsmacked by that home crowd by really talented team and three seven foot guys so if Cissé and Sharp don't play this is a legacy game for Cissé I think uh Sharp obviously is is he's a great player but he's coming from Western Kentucky he doesn't have the same hype as a guy like Cissé but Cissé this is a legacy game if he can go in tomorrow and really, this is why you bring him in. This is why you go get him from the transfer portal. This is why you fight the NCAA on his eligibility and make sure that he can play this season for a game like tomorrow. If Ole Miss has any chance of beating Kentucky at Kentucky, Sharp and Cissé need to be the primary factors in this game. Otherwise, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, I think you need to stay out of foul trouble with the big men. Yeah, that's a big key too. You're just your 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 stars are gonna have to be stars on the road. That's big in college basketball. Morell, Flanagan, Jalen Murray, gotta score, gotta get buckets. Yeah. Ole Miss, I think, does a lot of damage when they attack off the bounce and get to the rim, get to the free throw line. Um it's kind of havoc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Beard's MO is always you know, really gritty defense really attack you, challenge you on ball defending, but then also really forcing you to to defend the entire floor yeah. and defend all the way to the rim. Um, I think it's going to be big for Ole Miss to try to slow down Antonio Reeves, Rob Dillingham, Reed Shepard, those guys that score in bunches. Can't let them get hot. Can't let the crowd get into it. Um, so, again, on the road it, 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 at this point with the resume and kind of where it's at, you have to be a little realistic as an Ole Miss fan. I think basically, obviously winning, great, love it. Can't get blown out though. Cannot get no. embarrassed. You got to. It has to be Ole Miss looks like it belongs on the floor. Yeah, um, gotta be in the resume game. standpoint. I test all that. All right. Um, switching gears here, staying with Ole Miss, Hawaii. Softball was there, I believe, just went four and zero. Four and one. Okay, they dropped um, the opener to BYU. Okay, uh, and then baseball heads there uh, this weekend. Well, I guess they'll be there before Friday, but four game swing uh, on the islands. 
taking on the Warriors. Um, a lot of question marks for Ole Miss. I do know a lot of baseball talking heads are kind of, I think they're watching this Ole Miss team closely, kind of intrigued. It's definitely piquing some interest because of the transfers at Ole Miss. Andrew Fisher, Trayson Hughes, um, Jackson Ross, Luke Hill. Whose hair is blonde. Yes, did do it. Um, I think a lot of people were were, were kind of miffed at, at Jacob Gonzalez not doing it last year, still played well. Um, but the tradition goes on with Luke Hill. So a lot of talented transfers at premium positions. Guys will be batting in the middle of the order. You lose um, his uh, Revis, his first name is escaping me. Um, you lose yeah. a pitcher to uh, UCL injury out for the year. Um, Xavier Rebus, good lord, yep. But, um, yeah, a lot of intrigue with this baseball team trying to bounce back from a disappointing year last year. Um, what do you make of this team going into this weekend against? I mean, I think if you're almost you expect to go 4 0 against Hawaii, but Ethan Groff back in center, Ethan Leger. John Kramer, Judd Uttermark, you've got Fisher at third base, the Duke transfer that is a unit, Jackson Ross at first, Luke Hill shortstop. Mentioned Tracing Hughes, he'll be in the outfield. Um, freshman behind the dish at Catcher U, the tradition goes on. Campbell Smithwick, which is a great name, uh, he will be catching. So, um, yeah, what's, what's kind of your feel on this baseball team as we kind of shift gears to to the spring and, and start to look ahead to uh, to baseball season in Oxford? I think it looks similar to last year um, in terms, not in terms of the lineups or in terms of the team itself, but in terms of the outlook. You can only go as far as this staff will take you. Because the lineup, you, you, yeah, you lose Gonzalez, you lose Calvin Harris, you lose Kemp. All that's fine whatever, like McCants and, and Clarko and Chatagnier, like fine, whatever, like, but you're replacing those guys. You know, Luke Hill actually should be better or just as good as Jacob Gonzalez, maybe not defensively, but in terms of his bat, <clears throat> Jacob, he, he was swinging fine last year, not great. Luke Hill should be swinging great. Uh, Jackson Ross, Tracing Hughes, the guy, all the guys you mentioned, I mean, they can slug. I think Andrew Fisher, you're, everybody's sleeping on Andrew Fisher. I mean, he mashed last year at Duke, and Duke is a good program, you know? So I, I think you're injecting the talent back into the lineup. Will it take a little time to mesh? Sure. You expect to go 4 0 this weekend, the doubleheader. Maybe you drop one of the games. Fine. Green one, like that's okay in a weird, you know, time zone. They're mm-hmm. out in Hawaii. It's weird travel. It's kind of that's happens. Things like that happen. So you want to go four and oh, three and one. You're like not disappointed. You're just a little bummed. Um, but you're going as far as the staff can take you. I mean, you lose losing Rebas was was just brutal. I mean, you, that that loss can't be understated. bad for anybody to lose your Friday starter. Yeah, that can't be understated. Um so then you're, you're curious to see, you know, JT Quinn and, and Sonny, like Sonny Arts, um, they weren't great last year. How much better are they now? We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
You know, Hawaii is a, a good test to start that off. And then you're looking at Arkansas State High Point. High Point's not awful, you know, so that's a, not a terrible mid-major team that you're you're bringing into Oxford for the second weekend. And then you got Iowa. Like, that's a decent test, one of the better teams in the Big Ten, but still not great. So you have time to figure it out. You're not looking, you know, at a really strong team. Even South Carolina, good, not great. You're not looking at, at like, a, a must have things figured out in this moment until March 22nd when you go to Knoxville. You got to have things set in stone, have it figured out, have some momentum by the time you travel out to Tennessee. And so there is some time to mesh, and this weekend is going to be that. I hope, it is my hope, that Mike Bianco is creative this weekend. That's my my biggest thing with this, really this entire team. Last year was stagnant. He didn't try a lot. He didn't really mix up the lineup a ton and when he did it was mismatched and wonky I, I think this year you can look at the 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 starting lineup jt quinn gunner dennis sonny a and then riley maddox on, on sunday like that that's a good four and with the potential to be a really special starting four mm-hmm. but then their ceiling is just as high as their floor is low so you really don't know what you're going to get. And then where does the bullpen go from there? That's a question too. Um, so I, I think you're going into this year with far less optimism than last year because last year we almost was so disappointed with how things ended and it was an ugly year. Your outlook is more optimistic than the end of last year. It is less optimistic than the beginning of last year, if that makes sense. I think you're hesitant. I think you're curious. And like you said, a lot of these national pundits, um, they're curious. I think this team could swing in either direction, and it's going to take some time to figure it out. So it's nice that the, the schedule allows you that opportunity to figure out who fits where, what the lineup should look like, what positions you know make sense. Like Luke Hill obviously is great, but where do you put him? Do you start him one in the lineup and hope that he gets everything going right out the gates? Do you put him four and hope that he's able to knock in the three guys in front of him? You, you don't know that yet, and you've got time to figure it out. And this weekend, I hope Mike is creative. It's not the worst thing ever if you go two and two. It's really not. Sure, will Mississippi State fans laugh? Oh, you lost to you know Hawaii. Ha ha. We beat you know Morehead State or whatever. Great, fine, whatever. Who cares? Be creative. Be fun. Like ha- have some flexibility in what you're doing and-, and be able to read the situation. If something's not going well, change it. You have the luxury to change it. Even Saturday morning, if that first game the lineup just cannot hit the ball no big deal flip it on its head for game two see if that changes things so i i just hope that mike is is creative and and that's my biggest issue because i was on the train of all right it's time for mike to go until he led that team to a national championship i was hesitant i've been you know frustrated with his decision to pull pitchers one batter too late or oftentimes one batter too early um Mm -hmm. That was all very frustrating to me. They won the national championship. Great. Last year, you can chalk it off as injuries, et cetera. Fine. Flush it. Last year never happened. Focus on this year. Be creative. Inject some life into this team. Like you've got all of these guys in your offense that you went and got through the portal. You've got a great recruiting class in two straight years. Do something with them. And if what you're doing isn't working, make a change. 
That's my hope. It, it, this Ole Miss team could be very good. It could be very bad. There's really no yeah. way to know. And it all comes down to what Mike does. And if Mike is more, I keep using the word creative because I can't think of any other word that fits better in this scenario. If Mike is creative, that is the most positive sign we can see from this weekend. A willingness to step out of his comfort zone, be flexible, mix things up, and try things until he figures out what clicks. That's all I'm looking for this weekend. That's, and yeah. three and one would be great. Four and oh would be nice. Two and two, not the end of the world. Yeah, I think almost should be four and oh after this weekend. You would think. All due respect to Hawaii, you're an SEC program. Yep. Should be better top to bottom at every position on the bump in the bullpen. But yeah, it's great early runway for Ole Miss to figure things out. I know Bianco mentioned that in his press conference before the, you know, the opener, or I guess media day said, Hey, we're, we're going to play a lot of guys. We're, we're going to figure out who the best nine is. It's not going to happen game one, which yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's, that's kind of how you should go about your lineup. Um, so yeah, give them, gives them time to figure it out four games at Hawaii. Uh, and then you get a couple I wouldn't call them layup series, but they're not incredibly difficult. Um, so, yeah, you figure out the best nine. But look, I think this team is in a better spot than last year because of the impact transfers. And it's yep. a lot of experience, a lot of older guys, you know, kind of what Kiffin and them have done with the portal, where you get these older, experienced dudes, regardless of where they played, they've played a lot of football or a lot of baseball. Um, so, yeah, big cornerstones in that lineup, in that locker room. Luke Hill, Jackson Ross, Trayson Hughes, um, Andrew Fisher, dudes that have played a lot of baseball and are going to be looked upon to not only produce, but they're going to be looked upon to lead. Um, and then uh, the the pitching rotation for me is the big question because I, I think Ole Miss is going to hit. Yes. I, I, I think as a team, that will not be an issue. It's they just, can only go as far as the staff takes them. Gotta, you gotta be able to close games out. I know that was a struggle. Um, now, been a lot of injuries. Dude's been dealing with some nagging injuries or season-ending injuries. You know, with Hunter Elliott, you know, I, I wouldn't call it a no-show, but, I mean, after the national championship run, he's been hurt, and then now it's, you know, what are you going to get? What's the deal? Um, so that's a talented arm there that's pitched in a lot of high-pressure, high-leverage situations. Um, so yeah, I think this early slate is going to be huge for Ole Miss to figure out how to piece it together for this season. Yeah. And I'm curious to see, I mean, Bianco was all about Gunnar Dennis. Uh, I don't know when that press conference was, was that was either last, whatever it was after the Revis injury. Uh, Bianco would not shut up in a good way about Gunnar Dennis. And so if this, if Gunnar Dennis is the guy that steps up, that would be special, you know, because you know what you're going to get from a guy like JT Quinn, or at least you would like to think you are because he struggled last year. You would assume that there's this sophomore bump. You know, you would hope that there's this second year jump. Uh, if you've got a guy like Gunnar Dennis that comes in out of the Juco ranks, he's pitched, like you said, he's thrown a lot of innings. He knows what he's doing. He's He played really well in the fall and they kind of, I mean, they really took a guy who, where, where was he meridian community college or something like that like it wasn't like he was one of those guys that was out there playing in the, the iowa league or whatever the heck that great yeah. juco league like it's kind of out of nowhere local mississippi guy 
awesome. Like, go get him, bring him in. They threw him to the wolves. Actually, I think Bianca used that exa- exact expression uh, whenever that press conference was. It, it threw him to the wolves in the fall and just said, hey, man, like, let's see what you can do. Can you can you step up and shove? And he did. And then he's been pitching great all spring. So, so I think if Gunnar Dennis, like, he could be the difference maker here. And that would be uh, – yeah that would be a big help to this team. But like we've said, and, and, you know, I'll stop beating a dead horse here. The, this team only goes as far as their staff will take him just like last yeah. year. Um, and that worries me because I don't know about the staff. There's a lot of question marks from top to bottom. I mean, when you're looking at the starters one through four, and then when you look at the bullpen on the back end, yeah, you don't really know what you're going to get. So we'll see. All right. Friday, 1035 local time ESPN plus. Uh, Saturday, you got the double header, five o'clock and then eight 30. And then on Sunday, the series finale, five o'clock, um, looking at the Ole Miss official site, ESPN plus is listed for Friday's game. I don't see anything else listed for the other games. That doesn't mean you can't watch it. We'll have to figure it out. Uh, I'm sure, uh, Jake Thompson at the Ole Miss spirit will have you dialed in. If, uh, you can watch it, we will let he you always know. Does. Stay locked in, omspirit.com. And again, hey, if you're if you're heading out to Hawaii, if you're going to go out to Honolulu, make sure to go to College Corner, get you some new polos, maybe a little quarter zip. I, I don't know what the weather is out in uh, in Hawaii, but maybe it's a little chilly uh, for those night those night games. Maybe you need a little little quarter zip, maybe jacket, sweatshirt, um, and get all that. College Corner, Sisk Avenue in Oxford, or Ridgeland and Flowood in Mississippi. And if you can't do that, check them out, collegecornerstore.com for all of your Ole Miss swag needs. All right, basketball tomorrow. Um, so I could effort real quick. Uh, I assume it will be televised. I'd imagine SEC Network. Let me double check for you here. I don't know what channel that game is on. Um, efforting, efforting. ESPN. All right, the big oh, one. Oh, great. Nightcap, 8 p.m. in Lexington. So you got ESPN at Kentucky for Ole Miss as uh, the Rebels will be looking for, what is this going to be? Win number, uh, win number 18? 19? 18, 19? I think it's 18. Double check. Yeah, um, my basketball group chats can be so mad at me when they, when they hear that we <laughs> win 19. They're 18 to 5. Okay, excuse me. My bad. Yeah. Took one away from him. Yeah, 18 and five looking for whenever night. Hey, get to 20, man. Before the season, Ben Garrett and I were talking over under 20 and a half. Can certainly get over. Um, you so, have to get over. I mean, you, you, if you don't get over, you're not making the tournament. Nope. Um, so I think get over 20 wins, take care of business at home, be in a good spot, make the tournament, in my opinion. I, that's what I think right now. I think the the computers in the committee are solidly in that anywhere from eight seed, nine seed to as low as a twelve or thirteen. Um, the last I saw, Lenardi had Ole Miss as first four or last four in. Okay, but that was I think Saturday afternoon before some more craziness. This basketball season, look, I don't know if everyone listening watches as much basketball as I do in terms of like 
I, I watched way too many mid-major games that I probably shouldn't be watching. But this, this season from top to bottom is fantastic. And Ole Miss being in it is great because there's so much parity across across the board. I mean, you're looking at some of the better teams in the country. Utah State is is potentially a, a sweet 16 team this year. Like, yeah. of all the years. The Mountain West is legit this year. Absolutely. They're potentially a five or six six bit league, which is bananas. Um, but for Ole Miss to be as good as they are, you can beat a team like Utah State. You can beat a BYU. You could beat, you know, some of these teams that are really awesome, but haven't played the big boys. Uh, so it's fun that Ole Miss is, is good in a year where there is all this parody. And I and to, to kind of circle it back off the top, this parody is part of what's making Calipari. Uh, you know, his struggles. He, he, there's so many teams that can win every game. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. Even freaking Texas A&M went in and they played awesome on Saturday and they've looked pretty terrible at multiple instances yeah. throughout the year. So for Ole Miss to be good in a year where there is so much parity, there's some cautious optimism. Uh, and my group chat got on me for saying that I would never buy back into this program and then being so positive on our podcast last week. I haven't bought back in yet. I don't know if this team can make a run to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, but I'm cautiously optimistic that if the stars align, there's a run yeah. in the future. Speaking of stars aligning, as we were recording this show, or maybe it was be right before we hit record, but I'm just now seeing it. Deshaun Foster, named head coach at UCLA. Oh, um, wow. Former player at UCLA, played for the Panthers, played for the Niners and then has been on staff at UCLA. For most of his career, he took a brief one-year stint at Texas Tech as a running backs coach since then at UCLA 2017 to now as a running backs coach. Wow. Named head coach. I'm really surprised by that. I had not seen this news, uh, so this is a reaction in real time for everybody who's listening. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if that's a good hire. As a USC fan, it is kind of excites me that they're promoting a running backs coach who has no experience yeah. as I, an offensive coordinator or otherwise. Um, yeah. I'm really surprised who I'm, I'm really surprised. I thought they would have gone for a bigger name. We had it on the docket as we were going to discuss the job. We can make it really quick here. I, Cause I put a post on our, our message board said, look, just in case anybody thinks it, Lane Kiffin's not going to UCLA. Yeah, no, forget it. Have a good weekend. I did that on Friday. No. UCLA is it's a weird deal across all sports. It's I think you're at a turning point in that athletic department's future endeavors of how much do you really care? Because yep. football, basketball, baseball, the big three, it's it's so bizarre to me. Now football's been down. Recently, they they had some they, they program bucked its head a little bit with Chip Kelly, but for the most part, not great. Basketball, super successful with Mick Cronin. He's a great coach. Baseball, phenomenal program, consistent, um, competing for the Pac-12, competing to get to Omaha. It's just, I was trying to explain it to people. Uh, I was like, it's LA is such a pro sports town, and you're in Los Angeles, you're in California. Like people want to do other things besides watch or go to college sports. Um, mm -hmm. 
that was kind of my thing with anytime Kiffin was ever brought up. You know, it was, well, Kiffin's not going back to, to SC after what happened, which I agree. Maybe he'd go to UCLA is like, you know, hey, I'm back. I'm, I'm going to be at your rival now. Kiffin complains about attendance at Ole Miss games. What do you think he's going to do at <laughs> UCLA games? Like At the Rose Bowl. I mean, it's such a weird deal because so much history at that school with the big three sports, and it's just so weird. And yeah. I get it. I get people in L.A. County and wanting to do other things. Um, but, yeah, maybe Deshaun Foster will be great. I, I truly, hand up, had no idea who was going to be on that hot board. No clue. I'm shocked by the hire. And I did think – I didn't think Lane was in the mix uh, this time because Landry's in Oxford and, uh, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's built this program. It's 2024 is the last dance, all that stuff. So I, I had no concerns this cycle. But I have said for a few years that of the jobs to concern, that would concern me about Kiffin leaving, that is not the NFL. I think if he gets an NFL offer, just like every coach in college football today, as we're seeing, you know, continue to play out the second an nfl opportunity gets presented to them they're gone so do i think wayne leaves for the nfl sure probably but other other than that i've been saying for years people have been asking you know because they think i have this direct line of communication with lane um which is not the case uh where would he go like where where why would he leave what what schools would he consider i've said alabama that obviously didn't happen because I think Ole Miss probably got pretty lucky with some of the timing there. Um, mm-hmm. And I've said UCLA because of the LA connection, he can go back and he can be out with, you know, Layla and, and the kids who are no longer there. Uh, but then now you're looking at a situation, like you keep saying this, this job is weird. Chip left for a lot of reasons. He saw the light writing on the wall. They probably should have just fired him in November. Cause now they, they look awfully silly out there in Westwood. Um, he left for a lot of reasons, but there was a quote that, that really stood out to me. He said a few weeks ago, so this was even before he was in the mix for the Seahawks job, et cetera. Chip Kelly said something to the effect that he was about to go out re- recruiting and, and someone said, oh, you know, go, go pitch him on that LA weather. And he said something to the effect of NIL trumps weather any day. So there just isn't a ton of support at that program. And it's, it's really curious to see what Deshaun Foster is going to do. I mean, I'm really surprised by this hire. Um, could it be a great hire? Sure. You're injecting a lot of life, young guy, like great player. I think he was an all American back there in like 2001. I remember watching him as a kid. Yeah. He, um, he set the school record 301 yards against Washington and tied a record with four touchdowns. Both were broken by Maurice Jones drew eventually, Mm. but yeah, second team all American. Um, like crazy high school uh, career USA today player of the year. Um, I think for his career, he ran for almost 6,000 yards. Um, his senior season, he ran for two yards shy of 4,000 and that's had 59 ridiculous. touchdowns. So yeah, that's ridiculous. You know who beat him that senior season uh, in the, the CIF finals was, was Carson Palmer. So that, that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But I mean, this goes to say, like, when you're looking at Lane Kiffin, did we have any concern about him leaving this offseason? No, no, not at all. This was this is he's staying. I don't even his- think I don't even think Bama was on the table because I don't think he would get the autonomy. Right. He gets it all Miss. 
Exactly. And so, Saban had it, but I don't think anybody's – I don't think DeBoer's getting that. No, and I don't think Saban even had it to the same extent that Lane does in Oxford. They they really let him do his thing. I mean, he went from, what, fishing in Destin with Sally to the freaking Super Bowl overnight? I mean, yes, it's the offseason. Sure, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, other coaches aren't doing that. So now when you look at where could Lane go next, he's not. And that's pretty nice. I mean, UCLA was a concern of mine because of the Los Angeles connection. Alabama was a concern of mine because it's Alabama you don't see him going anywhere else. He's not going to Ohio state. If Ryan day gets canned, he's not going to Michigan. If the Sharon hire doesn't, doesn't work out. Like you're looking at a situation where now that UCLA is filled, all of the schools that have concerned me since lane was first hired in 2020 about a potential departure in the future, those jobs are done. Those jobs are full. And that's a great, that's great news. If you're in Oxford, you're comfortable knowing lane is here. Certainly this year. Mm-hmm. probably the next two years until Landry finishes up. And then he's only leaving in my opinion for the NFL. So this is all great news. Everything's coming up gravy. And and now you're just hope that the, the basketball team and the, the baseball team can find the success that lane has. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Sally for rocking the uh, redfish taco hat too. Yeah. The real dope. ones know. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to Red the real fish, ones so. do know. All right. That'll do it. For this Monday edition of the show, like I said, we'll, we'll probably try to come up with some kind of some kind of podcast name. We'll, we'll get some. We'll get the. Uh, well, I'll get hit the, the lab. We'll get the yeah. I was we'll get the research team on that and try to come up with something. But yeah, appreciate everybody joining. Thank you as always to College Corner for powering the show and the Talk of Champions Studio. Appreciate Grayson hopping on with us this Monday after the Super Bowl. Always a pleasure uh, for everybody else out there that's most likely having an admin day and relaxing. I appreciate y'all tuning in. So for Grayson over there, I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions Short Sessions. Until next time, we out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.